Mosi Sosi was scared. The family had moved their flock of sheep to BIA land near the edge of Chaco Canyon and built a hogan. Grandfather was very traditional and refused to let them use a prefab building. They did carry the logs in the bed of the pickup because trees were scarce to non-existent out by the canyon. But the sod was cut from the earth, and the logs were chinked with that same soil, and it had five sides and a door facing east as was proper. Mother had selected that site for summer grazing because there had been a lot of rain in western New Mexico, and the grass was high. Grandfather, being traditional, had wanted to do a ceremony in the canyon near the Pueblo of Huijiji. And her father, who was an excellent potter and silversmith, knew he could make a lot of money selling to the sunburned tourists who would be filling the campground. That was all normal. What wasn't normal was her brother, Abel. Abel was smart, really smart. He wanted to become a doctor after he finished high school. A lot of people laughed at him because Abel wouldn't even start high school until the fall, but Mosi knew he would do what he said. Abel was that kind of person. At the end of the summer session at the boarding school at Sheep Springs, Abel had been given a computer along with everyone else at the school. The computers were fun, with colored cases instead of the usual white or black or silver. Abel's was a deep purple like a sunset after a rainstorm. Dad was proud of Abel, so he had bought a wind power generator so Abel would have electricity even while they were following the flock and doing ceremonies and selling pottery and bracelets. Abel spent all his time on the computer. But Mosi had seen the grotesque, twisted faces in the screen. Not normal people faces of friends on Facebook or Live Journal. They had internet only when they were in Gallup or Farmington. But these faces kept appearing on the screen even way out here among the canyons and the mesas. At first, Mosi thought Abel might be stealing the internet from the rangers at Chaco Canyon. But she'd snuck over to the computer and checked, and there was no signal which meant the faces weren't part of the white man's technology. They were spirits or witches. They whispered to Abel late in the night when everyone else was asleep. Mosi would lie in her sleeping bag watching the shadows jump on the walls of the Hogan as the fire in the pot-bellied stove died to embers, listening to the guttural voices and shivering. Mother and father were tired at night, slumbering so deeply they didn't hear the voices. When Mosi tried to tell them, they ruffled her hair and gave her a kiss and talked about what an imagination she had. Now Mosi wished she had never started telling stories, and they might have believed her. Mosi went with Grandfather on the morning he performed the ceremony. She had helped him gather crow feathers and tie them with yarn left over from Grandmother's weaving. Grandmother had died over the winter. Mosi suspected the ceremony was for Grandmother because Grandfather had loved her very much but he wouldn't say. He just let Mosi help while never explaining. They had placed the fetish in an adobe tower halfway up the cliff above the ruins of Wujiji. Navajos had built the adobe tower against the back of a large red boulder where white people wouldn't find it, partly because they were lazy and partly because they were told by the rangers not to leave the trails, and most of them obeyed the rules. Grandfather used his stick to help him descend the cliff, Mosi bounded ahead of him. At one point, the scree shifted beneath her feet, and it was like skiing on rocks. She reached the canyon bottom, dumped pebbles out of her tennis shoes, and tried to figure out how to tell Grandfather about the faces. The side canyon that held Wajiji faced west, and the sun was setting. Fingers of light flowed between the rocks, turning them to gold and rose.
High overhead, a crow rode the thermals, turning in lazy circles, the shadow of his wings sweeping across the sand and sage. The broken walls of the Pueblo scratched at the indigo sky, and the stacked stone gleamed as if a fire had been lit inside the sandstone.